Um, you know, I grew up in a little, little back of a grocery store. It's a, it's a little odd tradition that nobody would even imagine these days. Coming up on OkraCast, Chef Wally Joe remembers his Chinese parents' grocery store in the Mississippi Delta. And Patsy Wong in Portsmouth, Virginia, educates us on Yakamane in Virginia's Tidewater region. The most important ingredient, I would say, is the soy sauce, because that's what gives it the real true taste of a yak. This is OkraCast from the Southern Foodways Alliance headquarters at the University of Mississippi. Keep listening. Hamilton, and welcome to OkraCast from the Southern Foodways Alliance. OkraCast maps food culture across the changing American South. This is a storytelling podcast exploring the dynamic people, places, and traditions of our region. From the early to mid-1900s, says Wally Joe, Chinese-owned grocery stores in the Mississippi Delta were just about as common as Starbucks are today. In fact, these grocery stores were mainstays in the region, run by Chinese immigrants looking for better opportunities. Wally Joe is a chef at Acre Restaurant in Memphis, Tennessee, and he spent his childhood in the back of his own parents' grocery in Cleveland, Mississippi. I grew up in the Mississippi Delta, uh, Cleveland, Mississippi, a little small town in, in the heart of the Delta. Uh, some people say in the middle of nowhere, but uh, there's a lot of rich tradition and culture down there that people come from all over just to experience. And, um, you know, I grew up in a little, um, little back of a grocery store. We, uh, there was actually a lot, very large Chinese population in the Delta, uh, starting from, I guess, maybe the early 1900s up until the 80s. Um, they migrated from the West Coast because uh, there were new opportunities opening up. Uh, and a lot of the traditions that we had, um, the, the Chinese families were grocery store owners, merchants. So, and, and that's how my parents started when we um, immigrated from Hong Kong. Well, it was just like any other uh, little grocery store. It was one on every corner, uh, mainly in uh, the black neighborhoods, really. I really don't know how that started, but, uh, but that's where all the, the Chinese grocers were concentrated. It was literally one on every corner, just like a Starbucks is now these days. We sold things like uh, fresh fruits. We had a little section in the back of the store where we sliced meats. Uh, some people would call it a deli, but these guys would come in on their lunch breaks so or throughout the day they would buy you know, a slice of bologna or a slice of uh, salami or, or, uh, or head cheese or what, what they call pickled sauce. You know, things like that. So, and they would sit around the store eating their lunch with their sandwiches and stuff. And then you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little odd tradition that nobody would even imagine these days. That was Chef Wally Joe of Acre Restaurant in Memphis. 
In a different corner of the South, we're on the hunt for something called Yakamane. Yakamane is derived from the Cantonese and Mandarin expressions for an order of noodles. The dish is historically Chinese and consists of boiled lo mein noodles, a protein, chopped onion, ketchup, and sometimes, if you want it, a hard-boiled egg. In eastern Virginia, yak is sold mainly in two places, Chinese takeout restaurants and at fundraisers for African-American churches. Oh, hello. I'm Patsy. We're at Singwong Restaurant. This is Friday. Um, me and my husband run this restaurant, and we're in uh, Portsmouth, Virginia. Patsy Wong and her husband, Heyman, own Singwong Restaurant in Portsmouth, Virginia. The business was started in 1965 by Heyman's grandfather, who immigrated to Virginia from China. SFA oral historian Sarah Wood interviewed Patsy about the intricacies of Yakamain. Can you explain what yak is? It's popular here in this area. It's popular in the Thai water area, but not that many restaurants sell it. And okay, it's just a simple and fast thing to cook. The noodles are made up, you call them yak noodles, and the noodles are just made from flour and water. And then when a customer order, you get the portion and you heat it in your water. Like to heat it up, okay, put the noodles in the box, most of the time, you add ketchup, or usually it's ketchup, or some people like the gravy. Okay, either way, it's still a yak. So after that, then the meats for the yak can be pork, chicken, beef, shrimp, or sausage. And then the pork, chicken, and sausage are the ones we put the raw chopped onions on it, if you prefer. Okay, or you can leave them off. And then some people can have an option of adding a boiled egg, okay? After you get your box of yak, you got your noodles your, and your meat. Okay, I set it up on the counter and I let the customers season it, okay? Usually the seasoning that go, will go in it, soy sauce, uh, apple cider vinegar, and red pepper. It's up to the customer to use what they want or what they like, okay? Let's put it like that. But mostly, the most important ingredient, I would say, is the soy sauce because that's what gives it the real true taste of a yak. Let me ask you about the spelling. You guys spell it Y-A-K-E-T. Can you talk? Do you know anything about the spelling? Because it's spelled so many different ways. Oh, no, I don't know. I've seen it like yak, Y-O-C-K, or yaka, Y-A-K-E-T. No, I don't know about this spelling. It's just me seeing it somewhere, and that's how I write it or say it. I, I do have one more question. Oh, because okay. I've heard from other people that, that, that mostly when I, I don't know if you're seeing this in your restaurant. Do you see mostly older customers ordering yak as opposed to younger customers, or does it, is there really not really a mm -mm. rhyme and reason to that? Mm -mm. No. Well, I see. I think... We've been here, okay, we're third generation now, okay, him and me. So, let's say we, we grew up with our customers. Let's say it was a mother in the beginning, and now it's a grandmother and then so on. So, I'm going to still see those same people, and then they're still going to bring their family. Because, let's say the grandmother was here, and then she brought her daughter or son here and then now they bring their kids so I'm gonna see that whole generation because if they grew up on young and they like it okay then they'll still keep coming so that's gonna be all different ages right there okay that was that 
must feel pretty incredible, though, to see people return with their families and, you know, yes, through the years. It is. It's fortunate for us that we still have that kind of clientele, the loyal that they come to. That's why we keep what they like as long as it's working for us and we're able to provide that service for them so we can do that, you know, do it in a way that's good for both on both sides us and the customer okay that was patsy wong speaking with sarah wood mrs wong's interview is part of our upcoming tidewater yak oral history project head to southernfoodways.org to read more about yakamane in virginia and while you're online explore our oral history archives where we've collected over 800 interviews from across the american south we'll catch up with you again next week i'm anna hamilton and thanks for listening Overcast is the soundtrack for the Southern Foodways Alliance, bringing you the stories behind the food. The Southern Foodways Alliance documents, studies, and celebrates the diverse food cultures of the changing American South. If you're hungry for more, visit us online at southernfoodways.org and consider joining us as an SFA member. I want to hear the story of how it came to pass. Okay? Awesome. All right.